0: Hey there, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you can catch this episode live on YouTube. To the Lovish Podcast, and I'm your host, Sita Hood, a licensed clinical social worker. Each week, I'm gonna help you to develop the belief and strategy necessary to make an immediate impact on the world by deep diving into topics like mental wellness, faith, relationships, and love. I should mention before we hop into the show, this is not a substitute for a relationship with a licensed therapist. You ready? Let's get it. Hi. Welcome back for another episode of the Lovish podcast. Woo, 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 woo! How are you doing? I am so excited that you are watching this episode here. Now, I know y'all noticed <laughs> this fine young gentleman sitting next to me here. Um, And I know that y'all know that I have done all the podcast episodes solo up until this time. It's always been my plan to bring guests onto the show, and I could not be more honored to have my wonderful husband, (laughs) Mr. Mac, join the conversation. Y'all give him a round of applause in the streets. What's good, baby? (laughs) How you
1: doing? I'm I'm all right. Thank you, man. This is uh. (laughs) You know, I'm in the background usually, so this is all, <laughs> this is all something, but I'm, I'm happy to be here. It.
0: this is like actually hilarious because y'all should <laughs> really hear how this man be dragging me
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: for my recording yeah. Look at this brother, your camera shot back.
1: Uh, no, I'm just you know it's your people. I'm, I'm with you. Okay.
0: okay, so um, anyway, y'all will see us. Holding notes in our hands because, you know, brain's over 30. Let's be real. (laughs) So today we are going to be talking about cultivating joy in marriage. First of all, I want y'all to know that the struggle is real. Okay, if you are a married person, then you already know how marriage gets highs, lows, everything in between. So know that us recording this episode for you is like (laughs) (laughs) would you would you like to say something?
1: No, it's that right there. It's
0: It's something, but seriously, I thank God for how far we have come in our marriage. And I want to offer a disclaimer. We are By no means doing this episode to say that our marriage is perfect, to say that it's flawless. We're not out here giving couple advice. That's not what we're doing. We're just sharing our experiences on ways to cultivate joy in your marriage because we've been talking about joy on the podcast. So without further ado, let's jump right into the tea. How we met. You want to start, or (laughs) you want me to start?
1: Uh yeah, you know where you go, so I can go and correct everything you might miss. <laughs> <laughs> favor yourself.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna try to favor myself. Okay, so I'll just tell y'all from my perspective. Um, let me just go back to the first time I saw Mac. It's gonna be hard for me to say Mac. Okay? You,
1: you say so.
0: Okay, first time I saw Marlon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was at uh, we met in college first of all, and so I was at the uh, gospel fest concert or whatever and he was rapping and I was like, who is that? I ain't seen him at this school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm looking like that because I'm like, his bars are on point. You know, usually well, okay, I can't say this about everybody, but let's just keep it all the way on it. When you hear Christian rap, sometimes you be like, Ugh, the bars, the bars not going to be hitting. But his bars was on point. Bars still on point. You know what I'm saying? So um, I saw him, and then it was one day we were in the mail room, and I w- I had just got done checking my mail, and then he came in and checked his mail, and I noticed that he was pretty close to my mailbox. I'm like, what's his last name? He's all up in my business. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't in my business, but um, <laughs> I did notice that he was next to me, and then one of my friends, shout out to Raven Girl, whoop. She was like, Sita, do you know Marlon? And I was like, no. And it pretty much just took off from there. We were super cool friends, you know, relationship established as friends. Like we hung out all the time and we cannot leave out Stefan. Shout out to Stefan because it was like the three amigos, Marlon, Stefan, and Sita, like everywhere lunch class library studying whatever it was that's what it was so that's how we met from my perspective <laughs> about you back
1: oh man i'm glad to be here um <laughs> i ain't gonna lie now i'm not gonna discourage you by saying this but my memory sucks but i do remember this because some things you just don't forget uh that's the mic i remember our first <laughs> <laughs> what you want me to do
0: your foot on the mic <laughs>
1: <laughs> <It's, yeah. laughs> when i first saw you like i said uh,
0: reading off the paper <laughs>
1: <laughs> man you, <laughs> you're a horrible honestly. when i first saw you you were uh yeah i might be wrong too but i think i remember you being in the living quarters where we stayed at um it's called the village off campus uh apartments early never was about staying on campus um Nothing. I think I saw you moving. The, I keep driving a red van. <laughs> whipping the whipping of things. Then I waved. Whatever. Then I saw you at another location for the first full time, and that was at the um, open mic thing.
0: Open mic night. Yeah.
1: yeah, You was hosting, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I was, I was mind my business at the school here. So,
0: you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And then
1: I saw you. I was like, oh, okay.
0: That's what I thought. What I it's, saw. Uh,
1: it. yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> it's a pretty uh, pretty young lady. You know, I'm mind my business. Keep doing my thing, but uh. That's how I initially seen you. Then, I, then it was at the, um, the mail room where I think uh, Raven introduced us. Say so was something I sat down with y'all for a little bit, ate a little bit, and I had to get out of there because...
0: Yeah, you <laughs> ate Raven's fries.
1: Yeah, cause then I had to get out of there because, <laughs> like I said, I had things to do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was it. I, I definitely remember that. Um, uh,
0: okay.
1: That, that's the... Okay. It's
0: my <laughs> answers.
1: <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I got, no, I was going to read it. I was trying to it. Was
0: okay. Um. So I think uh, the things that we used to do, like when I said we were friends first, like that's what's relevant. I feel like mm-hmm. we were friends first. We cultivated a friendship in, you know, between us and our relationship before we were ever actually like dating or whatever. And low key, I feel mm-hmm. like the chemistry was really strong between us. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. you're so, right. I'm just thinking. Yeah.
0: I feel like people thought that we were dating already, but right. we weren't. We was just like super cool with each other.
1: That's why I'm
0: thinking that first Yeah. Um. So we just used to spend, you know, time talking, studying together, like like we talked about. You know, we used to have study sessions and stuff, and at the library and chemistry class over break. <laughs> <laughs> Care to talk about chemistry class?
1: <laughs> I got true. an A.
0: <laughs> And I
1: hate oh. chemistry. Um nah, I ain't gonna talk to much. I just I didn't understand how that worked out like that. I don't know how I got, how I got you got what you got. But <laughs> but, but that's what I you knew.
0: asleep in class. But
1: That's what I knew. It, it took a little bit more than my study. I, I was I'm a genius, but hey,
0: you are genius. I just but um, you was just sleep.
1: Yeah, I was very tired. You know, a lot of people weren't working full time. You know, it was. working full time, working, then going to school full time. I was just as long as I could make it. You know, what I'm saying it was tough.
0: Um, Facts. Yeah,
1: but uh, yeah, for definitely. A
0: prospect. A
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, but definitely though. The um, for me, yeah, it was that. Like you did, like you said, it was it was a bond. The um, like even when I first met you, you had like a birthday going on. I think that nobody really even talked about or celebrated. And That's why, I was, like, you know, I got to do something special. The cake and all that. It wasn't even like because you know I was on to you like that. Was, you
0: gonna tell the story fully, or you gonna drop hits?
1: Oh, Right? Yes, exactly. How you
0: bought me a cake?
1: Oh y'all like all that? I got you. Got to go ahead. I thought thought that was a mouthful, right there.
0: Well, it was my birthday, and uh, yeah, I really wasn't doing much to celebrate. So I thought it was the sweetest thing ever. He bought me a little personalized cake. It was so precious.
1: Yeah, that's when I knew. (laughs) What's that? That's.
0: (laughs) I'm just playing. But let's transition to talking about when we did know that we wanted a relationship. And we're going to pause right here and have a word from our sponsor for the episode. I believe that every woman is handcrafted to make a unique impact on the world. I believe that women are born with their purpose deeply rooted inside of them. They only need to unlock it. I see you today. I see you waiting for other people to tell you what your life's purpose is and how to get there. I see you walking around feeling utterly exhausted and drained from supporting everyone around you. You have literally achieved so much, but you never stop to celebrate because it just doesn't feel like enough. You don't even tell people that you're walking around struggling to exist. What if you could unlock not only your life purpose, but the strategy to help you walk boldly into your next season? Would you be brave enough to take the leap? I'm Sita Hood, a licensed clinical social worker, and I wanna invite you to join me at the Pink Emerald Retreat, where I help innovative women just like you to unlock their purpose and step boldly into the next season of their lives. At this intimate weekend retreat, you're gonna learn how to speak with authority to show up boldly in any environment, to walk more confidently embracing your God-given identity, to develop life strategies that keep you productive in any season of life. We're talking big picture and day-to-day life here and so much more. Not to mention, you will have a private room complete with a soaker tub and other amazing amenities, discounted services at the on-site spa, and access to nearby attractions in one of the most prominent suburbs of Illinois. Ready to book your luxury stay? Register now at ThePinkEmerald.com forward slash retreat or click the link in the show notes. When are you going to stop pretending like you're superwoman? Yes, I know you believe if you don't do it, it won't get done. Take a deep breath and pause with me for a moment here. You're doing too much. You know it and I know it. Let's stop pretending and get you some relief starting today. Do you set weekly wellness goals? If not, you've gotta start. No more leaving yourself last on your to-do list. I want you to download the Confident Bay app and start using the weekly wellness tracker now. It's 100% free to use and it comes with a digital journal to help you process thoughts and feelings on the go. You can even meet a tribe of like minded women inside of Bay's Digital Cafe. I'm serious. Take off your cape, take a deep breath, and download the app at thepinkemerald.com. Forward slash app or hit the link in the show notes. I know for me, when I knew is when I saw your integrity. Like I was able to see how you behave with people, how you treated people. And I think like let's just Again, keep it real. Like us being black folks, whether it's black woman, black man, whatever. There's the stigma of angry black man, (laughs) angry black woman, etc. And I think that going to a predominantly white college is easy for the perception to be like, oh, he's an angry black man. Because low key, y'all, he do not be smiling unless you're talking to him. Like he (laughs) trying to hold it back right now.
1: Like unless you be
0: talking to him. He has a very nice smile, but he's not one of those people that be like smiling for pictures. He gotta, you know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Be natural.
0: Okay. I try to be <laughs>
1: we'll natural. No, like, I just, I just don't see a, a like cheese, like no nah. cheese. <laughs> if I was cheese before that, you know, I can't get into it. That's good. So you, you got that.
0: Well, that's okay. Anyway, what what I'm trying to say is. I could see how people would easily misperceive him and think like, "Oh, another angry black Series.
1: dude," or whatever. Seriously, folks. <laughs>
0: okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: Cool. <laughs> you
0: what is it's the truth? You're not okay. Um. So that's when I knew that I wanted to actually be in a relationship with you. It's when, when you actually, when I saw how you treated people, when I saw that you know it didn't really matter because. Some people be uh, aggressive towards other races, and the fact that neither one of us believed in like being aggressive toward other races and all this other stuff like that really says something, I think, about who you are. But that's me.
1: I got you. I understand. That makes sense. Yeah, that, that's part of it too. I think um, your individuality, um, because I know when I first got there, I was uh, lightweight black Panthers pushed up on me, about... Brother, you don't got to sit at the at the table by yourself with these. I'm like, what is going on? It was like a little organization. You know, I do not I did I, I love my race, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's for sure. Prideful in it. Um, I just know that I've been around so many um different, you know, personalities and races that you just want for me, so that's just cool. And so um seeing how, you know, you was a part of that on the scene, what do you smile like that for? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just like it's just, I'm See? listening to
1: you talk and you like really on the show. Go ahead. <laughs> just like. That's all. safe. I wasn't ready for this, but nah, it's cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but even with that, and then I think uh, just like uh, just how you just hand yourself off and on campus and like how our, our schedule just started, you know what I'm saying, coinciding and then we eat together, then to be the, the car swipes. And if you didn't, if, if I didn't have that, you need to ride. And it was just like straight clicking and then. And that's what I needed at the time too, because I was uh, coming off the um, the tail end of a relationship that wasn't where I was supposed to be at, and it was more—you were definitely like a relief. Like I told you, I wasn't trying to do no relationships, none of that. I didn't need none of that, and you actually wasn't thirsty for none of that, and that was so cool to be around somebody with no ulterior motives.
0: Because I had just got out of a relationship where I had got cheated on, so I was like. No, we're good. <laughs> yeah, I
1: was tired. And I just, I just want, if anything, is a soulmate where what I want, And then, yeah, so we just kept going.
0: I think that's actually an important point that we weren't even going to bring up. But, like, um, being clear about your expectations for relationships from the beginning, like, mm-hmm. even when it pissed you off or whatever. Because at first he had said he didn't like me. But, you know, <laughs> then he came back around and admitted that he did. Man,
1: this girl here. That that was one of the weirdest moments of my life. I do remember that, but then I'm like, I don't even say why you said if I did say, I was just probably just that's when I that was probably real up. I didn't <laughs> didn't know it, you know what I'm saying? Didn't know what to call. It.
0: Okay, all right. Moving into the hard part of the show. Hmm. When is it or was it difficult to cultivate joy in marriage? And I'm gonna let you go first. Again. I knew
1: I knew you were gonna say that. Of course. When was it and how was it? Or was
0: it? When was it hard? <laughs> when was it most difficult to cultivate joy in marriage? I'm
1: gonna say, is it because it's, it's a well, present thing?
0: Most certainly. Yeah. When
1: was it, and is it? Was it the most hardest to cultivate joy in this marriage that we have here? <laughs> um. Well, it's, it's a mostly layered. Layered question. I guess I can put like when I look back at it now the reason or the whatever behind for not having the joy, it always started with myself, you know what I'm saying? Whether and that was really contingent upon my relationship with the Lord, you know, um the peace and the joy all that stuff comes only, you know, in his presence. So any time stepping out of that, but still having the function can probably be when I was less, less joyous, you know what I'm saying? And and not in the right position to be with you. So therefore, that's that way, but just on paper, just, just you know, button heads and not being on the same one core with, with certain ideas or even thoughts. Backgrounds are different, you know, it's all sound cliche when they tell you this stuff you marry, but man, it's the all plays a part. <laughs> I mean, even from just like where you clean Woo! and the way you think you clean more than another person because the way that person clean like this, and it's boy, <laughs> we are not here to give advice, just our stories. You're right,
0: just our stories, yeah,
1: but so. I don't know. I think Joy, like I said, Joy was most lost or just, just not found in there. What I think I, more of me was detached from um, just following the Holy Spirit all around the board and familiarity and a lot of things coming to, coming to play. You know what I'm saying? I think I know you enough to this, but then, you know, it'll probably come later. But I know one thing I learned was really learned is when I respected. Respecting you for who you are, you know what I'm saying. Not just oh, everybody, like, I love you, girl. But uh, <laughs> people can do all that and mask. And for me, this is my opinion, my thing. I stand on. Um, you can't. You can. Uh, anybody can can uh, respect, um, love someone, but not respect them I think. I think respecting someone is true love, and uh, loving is it, not really respect. That's what. That's my thing. And so, those two becoming one with you. That's that helped me a lot about you.
0: Okay. Well, for me, I think it was most challenging the first time cuz I, you know, I asked us to come up with two examples for the show. Um the first time that it was most challenging for me to cultivate joy was I think in the beginning of our marriage when we were still learning each other we didn't really know like you said personalities how you clean up how you was raised your thoughts on food and you know it's the most random things for example your thoughts on whether the cap should be on the toothpaste or not Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is a real thing can y'all tell like that was a real thing like a real struggle for us whether Um, and it sounds dumb, but we got into it so many times of the cap on the toothpaste versus not, you know? (laughs) Um, and so I think that what we had to do was learn to work as a team. And again, we still struggle with this sometimes, but, uh, we've come a long, long, long way. I think another part that plays a role in that is not only like getting to know one another, but also uh finances like most of the time when couples get married you know there is an adjustment when it comes to finances whether you have a whole lot or not enough you know you have to get adjusted to the way the other person spends money you know their habits financially and all the things in between and so I really feel like that also played a part in the struggle for joy because we being honest like we didn't really have no money like that.
1: <laughs> Time out. Uh no, I've no, yeah. We
0: didn't, you know. We had just got married and we was
1: that was the reason. Our
0: I thoughts said. were like, uh, you know, yeah, we could struggle together or whatever, like would not advise that. FYI.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. It's that blind lovers is out there. But you know what it is? It's it's just I think it just was just part of the life. Yeah and, and Living for the next moment, you know what I'm saying? We got enough for the wedding we was good. We had enough for the honeymoon we was good. And then, you know, come back and oh, man, all these bills happen together now. <laughs> and then my tra- my type of work, my trade, you know, layouts is current, it's, it's constant, you know, off and on. But yeah, that, that bread is, that's something.
0: All right. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode of The Lovish Podcast. We are going to stop this episode right here. And I want you to come back and tune in for part two of this episode next week. If you are listening to this podcast on your favorite podcast hosting app, And you want to see the video podcast, head on over to YouTube to watch it over there. A quick recap, in this episode, we talked about ways to cultivate joy. We had our first guest on the show, which is Husbae. Shout out to Husbae, Mac the Welder on Instagram. Y'all go follow him. We just started getting into the conversation around the difficult times that couples are faced with in marriage and the considerations for how to cultivate joy in that. Again, tune in next week for part two. And if you enjoyed today's episode, share the love, boo. Share it with your mama, share it with your auntie, share it with your friend, share it with your uncle. And once you have shared, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Reviews help the podcast to grow. That's all I have for you this week. I'll see you out in these social media streets.